Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Shaded Youth. As usual, we have a special guest for today. Um, and the nature of today's guest is, is, is pretty special, in my opinion. Um, he's a fellow podcaster in the Muslim podcast scene, I guess. Uh, the only difference is he does it with a group of his friends on a weekly basis, alhamdulillah. And they've actually been very successful on their own platforms of, you know, not just the audio platforms, but also with their little clips on TikTok as well. MashaAllah. So without further ado, Faizan, how are you, man? I'm doing good, alhamdulillah, man. I appreciate you uh, thinking of me and having me. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Of course, man. Alhamdulillah. So th- the reason why I'm, I'm a bit excited um, is because this is kind of like my first actual conversation with someone doing this exact same thing right it's it's pretty interesting um especially since like uh i've been a one-man team for like the last year or so alhamdulillah um the but yeah it's it's been uh it's it's been i wouldn't say a lonely journey it's been uh it's been it's been one where i'm like learning a lot by myself um i'm learning what's what fits for me uh just not to strain myself and like the time that i i do get to have in the week to record these because i know like we're both students and i'm sure we have like other stuff going on alhamdulillah and so you, you do have to kind of leave time aside um but I'm, I'm pretty curious as to like what what your experience has has been like um especially working with you know a group of your friends um so yeah i i guess the first question we can start off is like um just speak about uh exactly like who you are what you do and then maybe you can transition into um the podcast you started as well for sure um so i guess like a quick little intro about me and like our little group um so my name is Faison. i'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast called mpl measured parking lot and so that's really, name by the way oh thank you it's an amazing um, name yeah so the thing the story behind the name actually is um when we like at least like uh, where I grew up and where like the other hosts grew up like anytime you think of like a masjid parking lot like everyone has a completely different like you know crazy story about it and so really the focus of this podcast was to have those like you know taboo and interesting conversations and like bring those diverse perspectives and when you think of like a masjid parking lot you know you think of like kids running around you think of like those uncles gossiping you know you think of like you know, those haram couples in the back, you know, you think of people smoking weed as well, which is for kind sure, of weird, sure. <laughs> but you know, it's like a plethora of different things that you think about when you think of like a parking lot or like a measured parking lot. And so that's kind of what we like built it off of. We're like, Hey, this is going to be a space where we're just going to have like these needed conversations. Sometimes it'll be funny. Sometimes it'll be stupid. Sometimes it'll be serious. And um, yeah, that's kind of what it was, but really the idea of it was to like humanize the Muslim experience because um you know I think the media has portrayed us you know in a way where it's not really representative of like 99% of Muslims out there so it was really a way to like reclaim the narrative and so yeah and that's kind of in a nutshell what our podcast is about and uh, yeah alhamdulillah I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm doing it with such an amazing group of people that's amazing man um so just to get to know you a little bit um like what what do you do like for the most part like are, are you a student um do you have like a part-time job like for your hobbies that kind of thing for sure man um so i am 22 i am currently a student so the the program i'm in is a, a double major program where i'm basically doing a health sciences and mm. business administration so that's the reason why it's a five-year program and not like a traditional four-year program 
And so from my academic side, that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, it sounds a bit intense, which it, it can get at times, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Alhamdulillah. From like a more professional side, um, because, you know, mesh well with each other, because, you know, this business and then this health side. But right now I'm kind of more focused on the business side of things. Uh, right now I am working uh, as an intern full time at Pepsi. Um, you know, the, mm. the drinks and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing at the moment. And going back into my final year next year, inshallah, I can land a good full-time job. And in my free time, it's mainly, you know, uh, doing this podcast. I'm a huge sports fan. I love soccer, basketball. Um, loving the playoffs right now for NBA. And uh, as, as a New York fan, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. I, are, you a, are you a Knicks fan? <laughs> my friends are i've uh i've just kind of listened here and there but i know the knicks are doing garbage right now yeah yeah i mean they can't be um i was tech i was an okc fan and uh-huh. we're like all the way at the bottom right now <laughs> so i mean something's better than nothing of course man um so you mentioned that you are also a health sciences major which is pretty interesting because um i'm a nursing student actually cool um so so yeah i'm i'm pretty into healthcare, I guess I'm in my third year. I have one more year to go. Um, I'm about to turn 21 soon. Um, so that's going to be interesting. And um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, why'd you do a double major in, in both business and health sciences? Okay. So um, initially I actually wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to go into medicine and um, the way it kind of worked with that program was, I started off in my first year in health sciences in high school. I like love biology, chemistry, like all the, all the sciences I did really well. Um, but then something I personally realized through my university career was what I envisioned medicine to be was based off of what I liked in the raw sciences. And I felt like there was a mismatch between what I liked and what I thought medicine would be versus what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And so after realizing that, um, I, you know, there's just my interest started to kind of shift. And then for some of my, you know, elective courses and whatnot, I started taking a few business courses and then started enjoying that. And then I kind of just opted into a double major with the business. That's, that's dope, man. Um, and, and also if there's like a lag or anything, just let me know. Um, because there is like a slight lag coming from your side, but it's not, it's not too big of a problem right now. Um, yeah. So that sounds that sounds really dope, man. Mashallah. Um, so you said you're you're more into the business aspect of it right now. And you're working with with Pepsi. Well, like I'm, I'm pretty curious. That's it's a pretty big company. Like what what are you doing for them? So I'm working in their finance, like the corporate finance department. And so mm-hmm. um, they have like a bunch of different teams. But like if I could quickly summarize it, last year uh, I was I was interned with them last year as well. Like last year, I was in a different function, which was like FP&A, which is like financial planning, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so they look at like the business from like a bird's eye view and see like, okay, how, how can we figure out what we want to do with the business from a strategy perspective? And then this year, I'm on a different team. It's called food service. Basically, it's like, you know, when you go into like a subway and you see like a bag of chips and that's like mm-hmm. Lay's. By yeah. the way, Pepsi owns like a lot of foods and like one of them is like Lay's. And so that's what food service is. It's like anything that's like Pepsi owned that you would eat outside the home. And so, you know, when you go to like a Pepsi and you want to get like, uh, sorry, when you go to like a Subway and you want to get like a Pepsi and Lay's, like that's what it is. And so I'm kind of working on their finance side to make sure, 
you know, like everything's going okay, kind of helping them in the long term, all that fun stuff. That's that's dope, man. And um, th- this yeah. stuff doesn't have anything to do with your podcast. I was just generally super curious. Um, yeah, no, it's all good, man. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that are, are doing business and, you know, whether it be consulting or um, more on the tech side of things, it's, it's just really interesting hearing like exactly what they do, and especially in such large companies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so back to um, what you guys are doing with um, Mustard Parking Lot, you said uh, where you got the name, right? The, the idea of a parking lot being just like um, ex- where everything goes on, right? Um, so, so how did you... Uh, how how did you go about choosing um, who's the host of the uh, the podcast, and um, how did you kind of set the vibe of what you're going for? Because obviously you were saying you wanted to be um, you wanted to kind of reclaim the narrative, right? But that's uh, that's a bit vague. That can be going in different avenues. There's a ton of Muslim podcasts out there. Um, so so what image were you guys essentially going for? Yeah, to answer like the first bit of the question in terms of like hosts, um, it wasn't a case where like, you know, one of us came up with the idea and then we like recruited other people. Mm-hmm. It was more just like, like, so like basically what happened was um, there's five of us on there right now. Right. And so two of us, me and another girl, Misha, we were actually working together on the same team for the MSA. Two mm-hmm. of the other girls, Yasmin and Ronda, they were also working in the MSA together on a different team and so we kind of like became friends through the msa and just through like msa events and like you know we would just like you know study groups whatever we would talk about these things and like you know talk about like things happening around the world you know and it seemed like our interests sort of aligned in this area Mm -hmm. and randomly we just thought like you know it'd be kind of cool if we had a podcast like you know every friend group i feel like has talked about having a podcast bro you have no idea you have no idea how much i've annoyed my friends and none of them were down <laughs> yeah dude, that's, the thing. that's the thing I, I've, I've i've asked so many of my friends even before this and yeah. they're just not they're just like yo I'm yeah, not it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. and so but anyways yeah so so this was i guess one of those successful stories where you talk about having a podcast with your friends and they're actually down for it mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how it started and so it wasn't like i went out and i like you know, did like an Instagram thing, like now hiring and then people like sign up. Nah, it was just like, it was pretty organic. And then the fifth guy, Ismail, he kind of came like a little bit later on um, because he was a, a close friend of mine from way back when, but he wasn't initially part of the initial group. We had him on a, as a guest a couple of times and everyone liked him. And to be honest, like I was the only guy at the time and I really wanted another guy because as you can imagine, like um, though we were like very, um like serious about it and we were going about it in like an appropriate way like being one guy and three girls like it gets to you man and so I was like listen like if we're going to continue this we need to have another guy on here and he seemed to be the best match and he kind of came on and now it's uh definitely uh it's it's a nicer dynamic because I don't feel left out uh and so in terms of like how we started that's kind of how it went uh, and to be honest, I kind of forgot the second part of your question. All good. Um, I, I wanted to add on to that part because I, I completely get that. Um, well, just curious, were you guys on the MSA board or just kind of like members like going to events and stuff? Uh, it was kind of all over the place. Um, some of them were on the board, like they were like mm-hmm. the VPs. Uh, like I know me and the other girl were like directors, which were like one level down. Yeah. And so we were kind of all over the place. 
So, yeah. So I, I completely get the part of like you being the only dude because the past year or so, so, so last year, um, I was also part of the MSA board. I was a treasurer and a very close friend of mine who was, he was the president. Um, we, we got close through being on the board. Actually, we, we hung out a, a ton afterwards, we became super close. And now, you know, we, we love hanging out with each other. Um, and then afterwards he kind of, he kind of dropped it. Right? He dropped the, the whole board thing and I was left to kind of just be president. And then I, <laughs> I had to be president the past year being the only dude because every other candidate was a girl. So it was four other sisters with me being the only dude, which is fine. Alhamdulillah. It's just, like you said, it can, you know, you would like another dude, right? Like it, no matter how much people will say that, you know, they're f- comfortable with each other and, and stuff like that. It, like being with someone else of the like same gender, like they'll relate to you in a way like no one else can like, honestly, exactly exactly and and like the thing is like yo even if um like even best case scenario if even all the girls like you set boundaries with them everything of course just like having like you when you are around like just girls you have to overthink everything like it's it's like dude if you want to breathe you got to be like okay do i have to breathe too quick or too slow like like are they going to take this the wrong way like that's obviously an exaggeration but bro i was thinking that same thing as like especially as like president right which is a like quote-unquote like the top position um yeah. of course like i don't want it to be seen like that no one really does but like you you get that in your head like am i being too like dictatorish like will they, will yeah, they think yeah. i'm like mansplaining this or like it, it's I, I like i'm yeah. not trying to but it's just like subconscious thoughts that just kind of creeps up through exactly weird. yeah and, and then it's like you know when you're in a leadership position like the president you don't want to you don't want to be too strict but then if you're too mm. friendly like am i being too friendly like are they it's oh my god it, it's it's horrible dude i get it bro. i completely get it um so yeah you, you were just going into like so you you um you said the initial group was you and and these three other sisters and then um you also uh included your friend ismail um somewhere along the way and then, alhamdulillah you guys have done um a podcast every week from what it seems it seems like you guys have not really missed any week right yeah man alhamdulillah i'm happy with the consistency we're i think like almost 50 weeks strong that's amazing bro because technically i actually started this um like for longer but i have less episodes (laughs) (laughs) bro the amount of like hiatus is like the first one was like i think like five or six months because like covid completely wrecked everything and then um the second one was like around three or four months just because like the semester was so stressful and now alhamdulillah i'm trying not to go more than like two weeks like i've been pretty okay with it this year nice, nice. so i've been i've been pretty okay with it, alhamdulillah um but so yeah i, I want to ask you uh what, what was your trick into into being so consistent with it because i imagine especially with five people that can obviously be easier but also I can see it being more difficult, like navigating each other's schedules, especially with finals week, I'm sure maybe with Ramadan, it's a lot harder. Um, so yeah, could you just speak a little bit about that? Yeah, um, that's a great question, man. I, and I think like one of the things that I want to highlight here is that though our group are, is we're like a really good close group of friends, mm-hmm. but we, you know, like I'm sure you can think of like, you know, some of your boys that you might want to do a podcast with, but like, they might not be serious or it's like really hard to hold yeah. them accountable because that's most boring, of them right that's most of them bro they're all goofy <laughs> exactly right it's like, it's like, they'll say yeah like i'm down whatever but then like you you'll you'll be like backpacking the whole time you know uh-huh. yeah 
Well, the one thing is that these guys are not like that in mm-hmm. that they we all are on the same page and we hold each other accountable. There's been times obviously where like I've had a lot of schoolwork or whatever and I have to uh, they've had to like carry more more of the load other weeks where I have had to do it whatever but generally speaking everyone's been like really strict with we have to do this every single week you know this is something that we all signed up for and we're going to try our best to do it and hold each other accountable now also we have to keep in mind that like there's five of us and like for example take a podcast like yourself like you know if you get busy and your schedule doesn't allow you to do it there's no one there telling like yo Shaquille like we got to do an episode or like yo mm-hmm. Shaquille like at least let me take over so I can do an episode it's like you're fully sort of like reliant on yourself and the self-discipline and so that that's helpful where for example if I have a busy week I know there's four other people who can just meet up and do an episode or three other people who can just meet up and do an episode and so that helps in that consistency sake because frankly like you don't need all five you just like we've decided as a group that like if you have a minimum of three we're going to do an episode Mm. right if more people want to join they can join and another um, another reason it helps with consistency is because because there's five of us, naturally, we all have different areas of interest as well, right? So some of them like talking about, you know, um, like cultural versus religion more. Some people like talking more about like racism. Some of them like talking more about feminism. I, I, I like I like to just in general meet new people and like, you know, have different guests on. And so what we'll do is we'll assign each other based on our interests, like what episodes we want to do and just take lead on it. And so like, for example, Mm. right now I'm planning two episodes. Number one is like navigating the professional world as a Muslim. And then another one is like pornography addiction as a Muslim, right? Those two episodes, no one else wanted to take lead on and it interested me. So I'm going to do it. And so just as an example, like there's five of us and let's say each of us takes a lead on two episodes that's 10 episodes that all of us can do for the next 10 weeks. That's mm-hmm. not even including the episode that we're going to be on together. And so just like that excess of manpower helps in retaining the consistency. And as you can imagine, right? Imagine you had like four of your boys who were like committed. It would make things a lot easier. Definitely. Your mm-hmm. go from like 100% to 20%, right? So that definitely helps in consist- consistency and like uploading every week. Oh, by the way, if it seems like I'm like asking for anything that you can't really release, then don't you don't have to say it because I don't I don't know. That seem it might be confidential. I'm not sure based on your oh, team. No, I, I don't good. know. Don't worry, okay, man. okay, yeah, because this is um this is also like exciting for me because I want to learn from you as much as possible, especially since you know you have a team, you have um you have these topics that are well established, mashallah. And so, like, I'm I'm just trying to learn as much as I can through this episode as well. Yeah, um, sure. I'm, I'm learning from you too. So feel free to share as much as you want. Of course, man. Alhamdulillah. Um, so you, you mentioned um, that each of you takes, you know, a certain amount of topics. How far ahead are these episodes planned? And then when are they recorded prior to um, release date? Yeah. So um, it depends like, for example, I think by the end of, like, January or February of this year, we mm-hmm. had enough episodes to go till end of April. We had that's, already recorded everything. That's because, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the reason we did that was because in, um, like, I'm not sure, like, 
because we're in Canada I'm not sure like how your your like semester breaks work and like winter break and stuff yeah but we had like three weeks in winter break and then like yeah, the it's, it's the about the same thing for us we have like a month off like okay yeah in December to January yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. and, and then like the beginning of the semester is usually kind of chill so it's like it's not that deep um and so we use that time to just like record a bunch because like yo like at the you know closer to when midterms start happening and then assignments are due whatever like we all of us are students like we knew we were going to be busy and so we just recorded a bunch and then we just because we already recorded it all there needs to be done is like editing and mm-hmm. so like I said it varies like right now is the summer and so our availability is a little bit more free and so right now we only have like two or three episodes in the in our back pocket that we could you know that we have for the next two or three weeks if we don't record and so we'll have to continue recording more. During the school year, we usually go like a lot more in advance just to kind of um, hedge against any like, you know, crazy weeks, finals, whatever. But when it's like summertime and it's downtime, we don't have as much as a, of, a, of a buffer just because like we can kind of meet up more frequently. For sure. And um, so how would that kind of work when, when let's say, uh, a pressing matter comes up, you know, such as like a couple of weeks ago, I know you guys released a pass on episode, um, especially with what's going on right now. Um, do you kind of take a break from that schedule? Like when, once you see like something, okay, we got to talk about this, like we got to release an episode right now. And then you kind of just take a break from that schedule. It, okay. So there's two parts to that question. Um, the first one is there's a lot of, so there's a lot of pressing matters that can always happen, right? Like that, that's just how geopolitics really works. And so we've had conversations, you know, there's stuff that's happened. I can't remember exactly what, like apart from the Palestine one that have happened in the past, like for example, like the, um, like the hijab bans and like public schools in like France and like, you know, like things like that. Mm-hmm. And so some, so some of the co-hosts were like, yeah, we should talk about it. But then the conversation really was like, what are we going to say? Like, are we just putting this episode out to show the world, hey, look, we're woke. We're talking about France. Saying no, like the end goal is to add some sort of value to whoever is listening. And if, how, how am I supposed to add value? Like, I am not a French citizen, nor am mm-hmm. I a woman who has my rights, you know, stripped of me. So what will I contribute to the conversation that will actually add value? Nothing. Right. And so when it comes to like topics like these, the first thing is like, why are we even doing it? Is there a reason to do it? If the answer is yes, okay, then let's figure out who would be the best person to have on this episode. Is it us or is it guests? Typically it's guests, right? And so, for example, we released an episode for like the Sheikh Jarrah episode. That was because that was something that was relevant. And that, and then we had two girls on who were uh, Palestinian citizens living in the occupied area where, where like Israel occupied area. Mm-hmm. And so they could actually speak to it because A, they grew up there and B, they have you know, firsthand evidence and C, they want to raise awareness. So it's not just a bunch of like, you know, goons just talking about things that like they have no knowledge about. Yeah. And so that's how you armchair how, reporters, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, th- that's how we like I like to and that's how we in general kind of deal with like, you know, things that are happening around the world. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of how we go about it. It's I don't I don't like to just like hop on the bandwagon just for the sake of um because I, I know if I was listening to if I wanted to educate myself on something frankly I wouldn't go to a podcast right I would go to a, like a reliable source and unless that reliable source comes onto our podcast then I would be hesitant on 
just talking about it. For sure. Yeah. You want to get the facts right. And, and obviously perspective matters too. Like I, I can listen to both people, but if one of them is like not reliable, then I just won't take anything they're saying. Right. So that's, that's definitely important. Um, I, I want to ask, um, so do you guys have a, a set kind of figure in your head of like how many episodes to do with the guests and then how many episodes to do with your group? Um, and, and does that also factor into like what the audience wants as well? Uh, not really. We don't have like a set number, but like generally um, we have like our rule of thumb is basically like just use your judgment like in this episode will it be helpful to have one two or three guests will it be helpful to have members of our own like co-host so like the example the two examples i gave you were like you know an episode on like pornography addiction like we're not gonna have our co-hosts on there because a like even if they had experience with it i don't think anyone would publicize it and b if i as a listener was listening to a podcast group on it I would want information from a mental health counselor as well as an, as well as an imam. And so for sure. using that frame of reference, the two guests that I want on that episode is a mental health counselor and an imam, right? And so that that, that would be an example. I, I have a suggestion for the episode too, if uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, as, as you finish the, what you were just going to say, actually. Okay, sure, sure. And then like, but if we're talking about like, for example, just any other episode like if we're talking about like the msa for example you know that's something that most of like our co-hosts can speak to and so we'll, we'll be like okay this is an episode that we can relate to and so this is an episode that we will have the, the idea of like you know obviously having um like our group part of like as many episodes as possible is there like we do keep in mm-hmm. mind because at the end of the day it's our podcast and so we want to have you know our character developed through the podcast but at the same time we don't want to dilute any like important issues that we you know it'd be better to have like a guest but yeah you were saying for sure yeah so i was i was going to suggest uh, especially for the porn addiction podcast um because i actually did an episode about this too and i had um i don't know if you're on twitter much but it's a it's a mom that's fairly active on twitter um from from canada actually so his uh um, he's Maulana Abdullah Ayaz Mulani. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, but yeah, so he's been writing a couple of papers recently or one huge paper recently about um, the effects of porn addiction on long-term marriage. Um, and so we kind of discussed some of that, like on our episode, like the harms of it, like just kind of breaking down the myth of like, you can do it in moderation, right? Cause every, everyone in the West kind of thinks that you can do this in moderation and then it won't affect your life whatsoever, like any other addiction, but that's not, the case at all um and you said you you wanted to respect which i think is amazing so i was also going to suggest uh a new york local way of life sq i don't know if you know him either but he's on tiktok as well and then he also makes those like short ig videos but he uh he actually has like of course first head experience um he has like a past that he goes into a lot um and of course he he does talk about this like he's not really shy to talk about any matter um but the way he he deals with like speaking about it, i think is very unique and, and i think is like worth um listening to so if, if you want to like take the suggestions to go for it yeah, no, um, I, I don't I know if you will. will i definitely will gotcha yeah, thanks for sharing man uh, of course man um and yeah it's the you seem like dope topics to talk to talk about and like especially like they're they're relevant like these these things are not just um like theories that 
don't really happen like this like like you said porn addiction is probably something that most dudes in the west are dealing with and they're just too shy to, to really talk about so yeah, yeah i think i think it's super important um to have something like that um so would would you say that um being in that kind of group environment of having that podcast and you 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 make it seem like it's it's very cohesive mashallah like it seems like the team is amazing and you guys are talking it out cooperating with each other um is it difficult to have that many voices have input on the podcast itself and does it ever get um does it does it ever get difficult to uh to see what trajectory to actually bring the podcast because of that yeah um so we we've talked about like that a little bit kind of behind the scenes and we we had a lot of discussion on like you know how long we want episodes to be because you know everyone on in our group has a different personality which translates that into how vocal they are and like you know how how much they want to dive into it but i think like to 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 some extent like that that issue isn't as pertinent just because not everyone in our group talks a lot and so mm-hmm. like you know um like the, there's two of them who I know they're they're very opinionated and very expressive and so if you're listening to an episode going into it you sort of anticipate that and you're like okay I know these two individuals are going to be a lot more opinionated on this particular topic so naturally other people will step back because a they just want to have them kind of voice their opinion and kind of uh, share what they want to share or b you just I don't have much to say on it and so I don't think that that's too much of an issue uh, obviously there's times where like you know um, everyone want, want, will want to contribute and then it gets a little bit long but we know in the back of our mind that like you know we have like a max limit for how long an episode should be and beforehand we have like different prompts which you know similar to how you have different prompts uh, for how you want to conduct the episode and so we'll run it by the group be like yo this is kind of what we're going to be talking about everyone cool with it okay awesome and so that that way so people have like an idea of like what they want to share and if it gets too long then like there's been times literally where in the zoom chat it's like yo like based on stop talking we're moving on right it's like oh you know, that's oh, harsh that's harsh man <laughs> it is but like when you do it like so often it just gets normal right i got it's you no hard feelings either right it's mm-hmm. just it is what it is and there's literally been times where like uh for example i'm leading an episode and someone just keeps talking and i'm like dude i swear if you don't stop like <laughs> But, that's yeah. funny okay that so for the most part you guys are, are pretty cool with expressing yourselves like even when you disagree right like there's no one really like holding back their their actual opinion on matters yeah like like obviously um there are there have been some instances where it i don't want to say it has gotten heated but there, there's been some instances where i feel like we we when we discuss like an issue or like a topic some people will either, um, f- you know, phrase it in a way that's a little bit like aggressive or, you know, if they, mm-hmm. if, if, it's a, if it's a topic that's like really close, if it's, a, if it's a topic that's really close to home and then like someone challenges your idea or like your notion of it, naturally you get like a little bit defensive. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, things like, like when things like that happen, we have a, like, we have a very like simple rule. It's like, listen, if there's anything that we've talked about on the podcast that you don't want aired, then just cut it out. Right. And there have been instances where that's weird. Okay, Michelle, you, you can you can continue on where you left off. 
Yeah, so I was going to say, like, um, if there's a topic that is sort of like close to your heart and someone comes and challenges that, like, naturally you will, you know, get a bit defensive or like resistant to that, to that challenge. And we generally have a simple rule. It's like, listen, if you say something that you later realize that it was too personal or you don't want it to be aired, then just cut it out. Right. Or, um, you know, if there's if there's a moment where, for example, we have to stop recording because whatever happened. And so though we are a cohesive unit, um, like any like group of friends or like any relationship, really, it's not all smooth sailing. Right. But we all we always make sure to like not have those things affect our, our like podcast relationship. And so, yeah, I wouldn't I, I would definitely say there have been times where, you know, there has been like, you know, um, I don't know how to phrase this, but like I know there's like instances that I can like think of but obviously I can't share I got you no worries no worries um yeah it's not like like I said it's not all smooth sailing but for the most part like we make sure to hash out anything that needs to be hashed out and uh kind of you know make sure like everyone's cool with each other afterwards that's good um I I wanted to comment that I mean it seems like you guys are not afraid to like say what you how like how you truly feel about things which is really good especially for a team um it it reminds me of a a book that i was reading uh called five dysfunctions of a team which uh, i haven't really read any other like leadership type books but that book was amazing i finished in like a day like it was i couldn't stop reading it pretty much but one idea that you talk about is the idea of uh passionate discourse right so when a team kind of just keeps their opinions to themselves and they're not fully on board with an idea that affects how they actually uh, go about executing the idea that was agreed upon, right? Because if they're not fully on board with it, then that the quality of what they're doing is going to be terrible, right? And they won't yeah. put as much energy into it. Whereas let's say, um, let's say me and you are disagreeing about something, you have an idea and I at least voice my opinion, right? I at least put it out in the in the agenda or whatever and then the group kind of votes on it and even if i um even if my idea gets thrown back at me and everyone disagrees at least i got to say what i want to say and that's usually all humans really want to do they kind of just want to express themselves rather than always have their side be agreed with so i I think that's i think that's really important just kind of making sure that everyone's voices are heard at least and like it seems like you guys like like I said, are just aren't shy to at least, you know, be direct with each other, at least. Yeah. And actually, like an example of that was, um, I think, like in January or February, basically me and like the other male cohort, Ismail, wait, just give me one second. No worries. I'm going to be back in like two minutes. My parents just All need good, something man. a little bit urgent. All good, bro. Parents are te- my parents are technically Indian, but uh, my extended family, so my mom's side, before when the partition happened like they were like in the eastern and western parts of india which is now like bangladesh and pakistan right Mm -hmm. so i have second cousins and like third cousins that are from like in uh, from pakistan and bangladesh 
but like technically my parents are indian but extended families from like everywhere okay gotcha so it's a bit complicated yeah what about you um i'm full bengali oh nice yeah nice. full bengali um what, what do you speak at home though we mainly speak urdu okay yeah. okay gotcha is there um, a lot of like overlap between like bengali and like urdu or is that a completely different language it i think it depends um so there's different dialects of bengali so like um me and like a lot of my friends in, in the neighborhood that we live in we're from a district called silet so it has a lot of uh it has a lot of the same words as urdu because i think they're both from like persian roots so it, it'll share a lot of the same words but um i think it's easy to learn however they are very like different languages because like uh my dad knows like fluent urdu and like fluent hindi as well um just because like he was um he lived as a construction worker in in saudi for a while uh, and a lot of uh his co-workers were you know from like pakistan or like india so he, i guess you kind of just pick up on the language and because it's like a lot of the vocabulary is similar i'm assuming like it's easier to pick up but i'm, I'm not completely sure Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah, so I th- I forget what we were speaking about. Do you remember? Uh, I think yeah, I think you talked about this book you were reading and uh, how it kind of fosters like this. You life. you were speak you were speaking about an incident that happened between you and um your friend Ismail, but I, I think it got oh, cut yes, off. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was gonna say was like to your point about like you know when you were talking about like the book and like people being open and vocal about like you know what's in their mm-hmm. heart really. So I think there's two things to that. Like number one is that it, it it's important for any group, you know, whether it's in a uh, in the MSA or whether it's in your uh, co-worker circle or like, you know, even if you're playing sports, it's important for you to foster like a really open culture because if that doesn't happen, then people are always going to be hesitant on like speaking up or, you know, they're going to feel like there's a fear of being judged or whatever it may be. And so the, the reason that's important is that alhamdulillah, we, did that go, like you know and every time there was an issue we, we what we actually do is like every like four to six weeks we have like a regroup meeting and in this regroup meeting it's like okay are there any issues that you want to talk about you know are you being too overwhelmed like what's going on like how can how can we make sure that you're you know being best supported and then for the podcast specifically it's like what do we want to do what are the goals we want to achieve you know etc etc and so one so that that's how we kind of do it and so the thing I was talking about, like with me and Ismail, so we basically want to have like a second segment. Like we, we basically, we have like every episode that go on Thursday, but we wanted to do like a, a, a second segment with like just me and him. And just so the boys. yeah, just the boys basically. Yeah. And so we did it and we recorded like, we recorded like 20 episodes. Actually, we, we had like, we had a lot oh. done. Yeah. We had a lot done, but if you go on our YouTube channel, there's only like three episodes released. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we discontinued it. And the reason is because we felt like, or at least at the, at the time, me and Ismail didn't recognize this, but at the time the the three girls, they were like, listen, this actually does not fit with MPL. And this does not fit the vision of what we all collectively described and wanted it to be obviously like me and him we put in all this work we're like no no no, it does it does don't worry about it and so they're like okay and so we released episode one we released episode two released episode three and then slowly slowly Ismail and I we came to the realization like yo it actually doesn't fit like what we wanted to do and they were knocking the our work they were like yo if you want to do this 
you guys can create like your own channel and publish this, whatever, like we'll even edit the video for you guys, but it just can't be under the banner of MPL. And so when we realized this, we're like, okay, cool. And even throughout, like even, you know, even though we were like gung ho and like, no, we're gonna continue doing this, they still voiced their opinion. And they were like, listen, you can do it, but just know like, we still disagree with your thought process. And we, we still think it's not relevant to like what we're doing. And so they weren't scared of doing that. And we weren't scared of getting criticized for it. And in fact, I remember we had like a two, maybe even three hour long call about like, you know, the pros and cons. And like we kept going back and forth on like why we should do it, why we shouldn't do it, whatever, whatever. So that's just like one small example of like how even though we weren't necessarily on the same page, we were able to talk about it and we were able to make sure that like, you know, discuss whatever was happening. And so, yeah, that's just kind of like- Just give me a second. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're, you're good now. Uh, sorry, could you just like rephrase like the last like 30 seconds or so? Yeah, for sure. And so I was just gonna say like, that, that example in and of itself just kind of goes to show that even though we weren't necessarily on the same page and even though we disagreed on like what would be best for the podcast going forward, like no one was scared to like actually voice their opinion and like mm -hmm. talk about why this is not a good idea or why it is a good idea. And, and like, to be very honest, like during that like month, I guess, where we necessarily weren't on the same page, though it's like, yeah, you don't disagree with it and you don't let it get to you. Like it did change, um, you know, even how we would like, it did kind of change the culture like temporarily because naturally if you think about it it becomes like a, it becomes like it goes from a group of five friends to like a group against versus group four right and so like yeah mm -hmm. everything i can see that everything you do it's like oh but you're just saying this because you're biased so like you're just saying this because you put in all this work and you really want this to be published whatever so yeah though we we were able to like voice our opinions and whatnot there is the other side to it, which is like, yes, it will, as much as you want to not admit it, like it will affect your relationship, like for a little bit, because like think about it, like, let's say you and your boys disagree on something really big, like, they're still your boys, but like, you still yeah. disagree on something, right? So I got you. What was the, um, what was the series you and your friend were going to do? So it was called like talk to talk. And basically it was just like, like I said, it was just like the two of us talking. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason we realized we didn't want to continue it was because it, it gave off like the wrong vibe. And at okay. the time we released like a four part merit series and Ismail and I were like, yo, kind of building on to this, we should do like a series talking about like, uh, like desirability. And so we're like, oh, here are like the traits of like desirable men or whatever. And mm -hmm. so it give off like the wrong vibe. And like looking back at it, I'm like really happy we didn't continue it because it just does not like it doesn't fit. But, you know, it was kind of turning from like this nice podcast. We're talking about like interesting taboo stuff to like a relationship focus. And that's just not something that we wanted it to go down. And so and the thing is, the girls recognized that and they were right. But we didn't at the time. But then slowly we were able to. I can I can really get you. Yeah, that's that sounds like a, a, a good call to make. Um, I, I yeah, I saw I saw like some of the the marriage um episodes. I think that was like the first exposure I, I ever got to your podcast. Actually, um, that that series that you guys were doing. Um, so uh, how how long were these episodes? You said you made twenty of them. Yeah, they were anywhere between um 
there there honestly there, it was a spectrum but in total it was like i think nine to ten hours of content thanks manalah i think it's um i, I think it says like you as a yeah. podcaster is throwing away 10 hours of content yeah so i i don't have like anything that drastic um but i can definitely like imagine like it says a lot about you guys um and like how you put the group forward eventually right obviously you said that you made the wrong decision at first but eventually you you saw for for what it was and alhamdulillah you guys put the image of the or or the vision of the group forward um before like your own personal interest which i think says a lot about um how united you guys are in terms of like where you see mpl going but um like i got very upset um one time when uh we, we had uh it, it was me and then i had like another friend of mine as like a guest host because I, I i do that a, f- a few times if, if i can like convince someone um because they're also hesitant man i don't get it why, why? <laughs> I, it's just like the the idea of like being public like i i think it like it freaks people out i'm not sure but well, um, I, don't get that. I don't get that like, who, like right like who do you think you are you know what i mean like so it's not like this is gonna go viral on youtube like you know <laughs> Like, like, a, like a podcast that's like an hour and a half long, there's like a million people aren't going to watch it. Like yeah. as much as it sucks to like think that, like I would love it if a million people watched it, but like, are you that arrogant to think you're right. going to be <laughs> no for sure and it was a lot harder in the beginning but then like i just kept doing it um and then and then i guess like my boys were just like oh yo he's he's like 30 episodes in like like i i think it's i think it's fair if we like come on for a couple episodes here and there but yeah so i i get them on like if i'm losing it if i don't have a guest for that week or if i just want them on or whatever but um so i, I had a, a friend on as a uh, a guest host and um there was another guest uh and this was a guest that I was trying to get for a couple months. And um, he actually helped me get him because he, he knows him personally. Um, and so we, we had like a whole hour long chat. It was really fruitful to talk about different things. And then so sometimes I, I record things like obviously, like you guys know, you record things weeks ahead or maybe even months ahead. And then I don't know if you do this, but I actually wait till like the week before I want to release it to just edit it right to even look at the footage which is a horrible mistake terrible because bro when when I check back like a month or two later that footage was corrupted like it was straight up gone and um that that whole like the, all the effort that I, I I saw and like you know this is like an hour's worth of work maybe like including like how 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 much time I, I was waiting for maybe like a couple hours but yeah, I can't. I can't imagine losing like nine or ten hours. Like Subhanallah, like prop, props to you guys for um, for 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 definitely being united in that front. Yeah, actually, funny story on the on the friends end. So for for the merit series, um, so we had like a four part. Like there was one with like just the guys, right? Mm-hmm. And so in that episode, uh, I went on like this one minute rant. And the thing is on TikTok, I, I the worst part is I was the one who put it on TikTok. So it was just like a stupid decision on my end. I took it out of context and I was basically talking about, so we, 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 had, a, we had a question. One of the guys, he posed a question about like, you know, when we look at the context of marriage, like a lot of girls specifically. I um, saw this. I saw this. I saw, I know, I know uh, what you're going to say. I saw this. This is the one that got a yeah. lot of hate, bro. Yeah, this I saw all the comments. Like, 
yeah bro oh my god so that one um my friends will not let that go because the one of the guys in that uh thing like i went to high school with him since grade nine mm-hmm. we're tight and so i've known him for like eight years now and i was actually texting him today and he's like bro you literally got me canceled <laughs> <laughs> so yeah sorry could you um because i interrupted you could you just go over like what you said in that clip oh yeah so so basically um i was talking about how uh like okay again out of context whoever's listening to this please. i know i know i know it's gonna sound weird but I, I was basically talking about how like stay-at-home wives are like unproductive and the and the thing is like the caveat i'll give is i what i intended on saying was those who aren't mothers number one and number two is like i personally like me personally as a person i believe that everyone should be quote-unquote productive in some capacity you know whether that means you're working or volunteering or, you know, have a hobby that you're pursuing, whatever, right? And so if you're not someone who does that, like to me, again, this could be a, like a flawed way of thinking, but to me, that's unproductive. If you're just like, you know, chilling and watching Netflix all day, like that's unproductive to me. And so I was just saying like, those type of people are people that I personally wouldn't look for if, if I'm considering marriage. And I think it's another thing people on TikTok didn't realize was that it was a marriage episode and so naturally we're talking about things that we would like and dislike and so mm-hmm. i can i can it's my right to like and dislike it's a per- things. personal opinion right? yeah exactly but again um most people on tiktok don't go out of their way to like watch like the whole hour long episode whatever so you know they'll watch like the 40 second clip or whatever and then just like judge you based on that um but yeah yeah sorry sorry there was like a prompt on my phone um but uh yeah so so you were saying uh like that that got taken out of context Does that happened a lot um or is, was that just like that one time uh no I, I don't think it happens too too often um but okay. that, that was definitely one of those uh like extreme moments and I actually got bad bro like reading some of the comments and the thing was like I was the one who said it and so I was the target of all the comments and so uh, when I was reading them it was it was very interesting because there was no middle ground the comments were either all one-sided towards like, yeah, he's right. Or all like, what the hell is wrong with you? Stop commenting on women, right? And so there was no middle ground. And it got to a point where honestly, it got to me. Like I deleted TikTok for like a few days. I was like, oh, I'm man. not dealing with this. And um, yeah. And so when I got it back, I just like refused to look at any comments on that video. And I just like continued on with my day. I, I I get that yeah it probably get to anyone if uh, if they kept seeing comments like that yeah um so how how do you um how do you choose the topics that are put forward for for each episode like you had oh a marriage series uh was that something that was like deliberate like we're gonna have like a four part series or was it just like hey we're like already kind of doing this so maybe let's just see how how much we can actually talk about this one thing um yeah like what like what goes into choosing a, a topic for these episodes yeah I think topics generally are just like initiative led in the sense that like if someone finds something interesting that they want to talk about then mm-hmm. we'll just kind of go for it um we have like a list like we're actually pretty organized like I can't share it now because um you know confidentiality and stuff but of like course, honestly like after we're done recording I'll be happy to walk you personally through like how we structure everything we're super organized but we have like this nice excel sheet and then we have like all the topics written down who we want to have as like guests and whatnot and uh to to answer specific about the marriage episode 
that one was very deliberate and like very very planned initially we just wanted to have like one episode talking about like just marriage how we perceive it as like young muslims but then like, as we continue the conversation and there were so many different things we wanted to talk about mm-hmm. and initially actually the, the idea of having the marriage series come it came in september and for context it was released in february and so it was a long time coming like like the 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 difference between i recorded the first episode which was the male one in i think october and the last one that we recorded with the shuyukh was in january and so mm-hmm. just like it was a long time coming like even though it was just like four episodes so you have to plan out a lot of different guests you have to like make sure everyone's on the same page and then finals were in the middle of that time so you got to have to kind of do everything so it was very planned and like we thought we gave it a lot of thought before we kind of decided to do it alhamdulillah i'm glad we did because i think it's one of the one of my like favorite series till date so far yeah alhamdulillah that sounds that sounds dope um and uh, i just remembered I, i wanted to go back to the point of um uh how important it is for like everyone um a part of the group to like voice their opinion and stuff because i just remembered um it's it's actually factually incorrect that i've been doing this by myself for a year the first six episodes i did have a co-host uh i have to ask, obviously <laughs> a long story short it just it just didn't work out um so i haven't really like talked about it extensively because like nothing like major happened like we're still cool like it's it's fine um but you know just like you said like sometimes you get like you know you have those friends that uh it just doesn't work out like with a podcast or anything like that so so basically um he had his own different ideas of how like a channel should be run he was viewing it more from like a youtube perspective like yo we need more like more short form content um we need to be on this and he was very into like the technical aspect of it so he had a, a like a 4k camera set up um we had like a banner uh we had all of this stuff set up and then Uh, I guess when COVID hit, um, we stopped recording because we were like, how are we going to, how are we going to do this? Like we're, we're in our houses, like how, how am I supposed to record? And then I see like a bunch of these people, like, and, and you guys, like you guys were doing like virtual interviews and, and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, we can, we can do this. And at first the idea of the, the podcast was supposed to be like me and him just like on a weekly basis. And, you know, we had like interesting topics and whatnot, but I love the idea of having someone that I don't know. and getting to know them for an hour um and uh and yeah like i mean after five or six months he kind of just wasn't about it either and like that's fine like that's that's all good and it was it was kind of, kind of clear to me that um i was a lot more passionate about it than than other people um and that's that's again like i said completely fine so i i, I got the whole project to myself i bought some more equipment because um some of the stuff belonged to him and i was like it's not fair for me to like use his stuff like it's obviously not cool so i bought some stuff and like a mic and it's my actually we had from before but um yeah like it's 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 really dope like hearing success stories with teams um especially since i know somewhere along the way like someone either gets busy or like someone uh they don't have a falling out but maybe like creative differences like i said where it just it's just better for like the project to like just not go for it so it's it's really dope that um not even just two people but like five people have managed to do this consistently for a good year now because you guys said you have done this for like 50 episodes right 
Yeah, right. And the thing is, like, yo, um, the, the, there's a difference in starting something with your boys. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you think about, like, the origins of your friendship, it probably starts, you know, like, through some sort of hobby, like, sports or, like, something mm-hmm. like that, you know, or, like, school or whatever. But, like, for us, it wasn't necessarily like that. It started, like I mentioned, like, in the MSA. In the MSA, everyone was already putting in the work. And so you mm-hmm. kind of already have an idea of, like, how committed people are. And the second thing about the MSA is, like, if you're in the MSA, generally, you have an inkling towards, like, these sort of things. Right. And so uh, whoever's like listening to this and if they ever want to start a podcast, like think about, you know, even if you want to do it with your boys, like think about like how they function in that sort of serious environment. Because I know for a fact, like some of my like, you know, like diehard guy friends, like I, I don't think I could go 10 episodes with them. I just I don't think I could. <laughs> I get what you mean. I, I completely get what you mean. Um, so uh, obviously when when you're starting off something you you have um people to look towards as uh influence right so um mpl or or you know other big muslim podcasts that you know your your viewers i'm sure like there's some podcasts that have started because of mpl like i'm, I'm sure of that just because of uh, like how consistent you guys have been and mashallah how, how big you guys have, have gotten especially on tiktok um, so what exactly like were, were some of your influences? Like, did you look towards like Muslim podcasts? Were you just looking at like other famous podcasts and then kind of take um, some ideas from them? To be honest with you, I don't actually think we ever used anything as a benchmark. Mm-hmm. I think, okay. we, honestly, um, I don't think there was, or maybe, or I don't know if there is at the moment either, like a podcast where it's just like a group of like four or five people like just kind of talking yeah. especially in that like muslim focused environment I, I know i know there are podcasts that i my friends do that are just like four or five people just chatting and like you know just banter but i don't think there was anything that was had that structured yeah it was like structured as well as like like I don't, I don't mean to make it sound like we're just like, oh, like on top of the world sort of thing. But like, you know, I, I don't think there was anything with a group of friends that was focused on like highlighting that Muslim experience and like talking about these taboo sort of things. Like, I don't like, maybe if you know, you could shed light on it, but I didn't see that. And it wasn't like when I saw that, I'm like, yo, we need to do this. It was, it was literally just an idea. Like, yo, I think this would be kind of cool. And we just kind of ran with it. And I know that on Instagram, there's like pages and stuff where like, you know how people have like Instagram pages that are podcast coming soon and they give like a little description. I've seen like, uh, I've seen pages that are similar to the ones that, that are like ours, but they haven't started anything. And so I don't know, maybe they were there before us. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't think there was any podcast that or any YouTube channel or whatever that we modeled ourselves after, or just kind of like, let's just see where this takes us sort of thing. I got you. And that's, that's actually like pretty refreshing to hear. And you guys are definitely right. Like this is, um, I think the appeal of it is, is just how, how unique it is. Um, because um, I, I think, I think this may have been delivered, but I'm not sure. Like your, your production is not like, super you know it, it it doesn't require much like you guys are just on a zoom call just talking right and i think that goes to show how uh how key content really is like it doesn't really matter if you 
like I believe um Ismail had like a really bad mic for the first few episodes, right? And people were like giving yeah. him crap for that. Yeah. <laughs> but then you, it's you not know, like you... a potato, man. What the hell? <laughs> right. So um, and then you guys eventually get the stuff. Like it, it's all about just starting and making sure your content is right. Because if your content isn't right, like as if you have all the gear and and like all the uh you know 4k production and, and whatever uh, people will still not they're not gonna watch if if like what you're saying isn't substantial like it's if it's just the like banter like you said um then there's no real reason for people to, to watch exactly yeah like honestly um, we, we kind of mm-hmm. just wanted it to be like if you're listening to us it feels like you're sitting with a group of friends right and like and the thing is, like, one thing I like about it is that I, I sincerely believe that if we'll take you, for example, like, if if Shaquille were to replace me or Ismail or any of the three girls, I think MPL would remain the exact same, right? And mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I wanted because, not what I, but, like, what we wanted because that that's kind of what it, that's, that's how it should be, right? It should be where you're listening to them and you don't think you're getting lectured. You know, you don't think you're watching like a Yasakadi video or anything like that. You feel like, okay, this is just like a interesting, fun conversation that I wish I could have with my friends or, oh, I've had this conversation with my friends and it's refreshing to hear like another perspective. Oh, oh for sure. Um, I, I had a question in mind that I just, lost but uh, i'll ask the next one on, on my prompt um so you guys and it was a really good question too uh, man this sucks I, I don't know if you if you feel this way where like you had like a really good question and then you kind of just lose it but um yeah so, so next I thing do, i mm-hmm. just i just type it in the zoom chat but i don't like click enter and so uh, okay if you type something in and even if you close the zoom chat it stays there i should do that that's that's a good idea that's a good idea uh but yeah we, we can just move over so you mentioned a few times now that you, you guys do post content on TikTok. And this is one of the, the few times where I've seen like TikTok is your main platform, right? I've seen like people um, and po- Muslim podcasts or, or other podcasts, they, they do post like snippets and clips here and there. But it seems like you guys have definitely built like uh, an audience in TikTok first and foremost. And then it kind of just expands like, outward as well was that deliberate and um how how has your experience been on on tiktok thus far yeah honestly like i think like we um when when we're talking about like you know ideas or growth or whatever we never really focus on tiktok too much like i think our Mm -hmm. main thing is like youtube and then second Mm -hmm. is instagram i think tiktok um like as you know it's like it is hit or miss right right and so tiktok is more of like a stepping stone and so it's great for posting clips so that you know if someone's interested in listening to a longer version of it they can head over to our like, youtube channel whatever and then on instagram we have like instagram specific stuff like we do like um like juma reflections for example right we have like people submit like a hundred word thing where they reflect on like a verse of the quran or hadith or whatever and so i like to think that youtube and instagram are more of a focus and TikTok is just like uh, raising awareness sort of thing. And so it's great that TikTok has, has helped us grow. And, you know, some of the clips have gone viral. And it's, it, it's amazing. I, I hope that continues. But I never really look at TikTok. Like whether we have, you know, 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers, or like 20,000, like to me, 
it doesn't really matter too too much as long as our content is still good and YouTube and Instagram are growing like that's what kind of matters to me uh, and in terms of like TikTok experience I think TikTok has helped in terms of like getting guests for example or having mm. other content creators connect with us or us connecting with other content creators right like um, um there's a lot of content creators that we've had on as guests that we wouldn't have if you know we didn't have TikTok or uh they they themselves didn't you know post stuff on TikTok like a few that come to mind uh are like for example I'm not sure if you know this girl Javeria she's in New York as well yeah she used to I think she graduated actually from Columbia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we had her on as a guest and she's actually become a good friend of the podcast as well. Oh, nice, so, nice, nice. Yeah, we actually have a group chat with her. We send her like funny stuff once in a while. But like, so that's, that's a prime example. Like she, she's become a good friend. Another two guys who live in Toronto, um, Imad and Munib. I'm not sure if you've come across their content as well, but. No, I haven't. But yeah, we, we kind of had them on episodes as well. And so just like, oh, like a perfect example, actually, the Saleh family, we had them on mm. an episode for like the Merit series. And so TikTok has helped us get access to more guests and helped us kind of help other people see us as like a podcast, which helps because um, one thing that we actually do, and if this is something interests you, then you could definitely reach as well is we have, we like to have these things called marathons where we, it's like an open live session and mm -hmm. anyone can join because you know typically like these kind of conversations people want to be part of it or they want to at least spectate and so we literally just have like an open zoom link and we get people and we put them into like different breakout rooms so that they can like meet new people and talk about like cool interesting things and um yeah and so like that helps people just kind of come together and kind of just like chat talk about these sort of things and whatnot so yeah that's pretty cool man that's that's something that i haven't heard before actually yeah. so is we it is it, it like yeah could you just like elaborate a bit more on that for sure we did it once in um i think january uh -huh. and there were like 25 people who came i think and it was cool because there were people from different places there were some people from like australia some people from the states some people from canada uh, and so it was really nice to see like different people that i've never met kind of come and then we became friends after and the the really like the basis of like this like mpl marathon and we're gonna have one actually every month starting june uh because it's the summer and like you know we have more time is that we're able to for example if there's a topic that we talked about on a podcast that other people want to talk about like a uh the the one that i can think of that most people relate to is like culture versus religion right mm -hmm. and so a lot of people have a different take on what culture versus religion is and then they have like you know, uh, they want to talk about certain things. And so we'll have like, let's say like 25 or 30 people join the Zoom link, create like a breakout room. And then we have like a list, like a Google Doc list of like 10 or 15 different topics. And we'll just share it with them. And it's like, if you can choose whatever you want from this list, talk about whatever you want. If you just want to like, meet new people and chat about life, you can do that. It's chill. And so that way, you know, uh, we're able to meet new people and actually get potential guests as well. I know last time we did it um there was this one individual that one of the co-hosts really liked and she's like i'm definitely gonna get her get her on an episode because she's like really well spoken whatever whatever it's just like a nice way of connecting and talking about people and it's not recorded as well so people feel like more comfortable like you know voicing their opinion and whatnot so yeah that's dope man uh so, so you guys seem like you're pretty active on on every social media like instagram tiktok 
I'm guessing not Facebook because Facebook is kind of <laughs> dead, um, but and, and YouTube, right? So how do you break down the work that goes into making um, the the content for social media? Because that's a whole other thing, like ma- making sure like the like editing the small videos, uh, making the graphics, um, and the, and then like you know everything else that goes into that. Like how do you break down uh, who does what in regards to that? Yeah, so uh, earlier I mentioned to you, we have like these regroup meetings every like four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And initially when we started, we like really like strictly like defined who's going to be doing what. And as time goes on, we kind of like revise that list. And so, you know, if someone has too much work, then we'll mm-hmm. offload that onto someone else. If we see that someone doesn't have to too much and we want to plan something new, then we'll kind of give it to them. And so we like through time we were able to kind of like figure out how how much to allocate to each person and if we have like a new initiative coming or whatever we'll kind of like discuss how that work's going to be split whatever and so like I said after we're done like recording I can definitely walk you through like how we do things that'd be uh, amazing yeah, <laughs> it's man. gonna be really great unfortunately I can't share it but uh, no, no worries as long as I can hear it <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> special treatment you know uh, it's, a, it's uh you know if you host a podcast you get access to it hey let's get it um yeah, yeah. so yeah. oh sorry did you have no, 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 that's, i was done i was done okay so the next question that i just remember this is actually the good question that i had from before uh what is what where do you see mpl going like in the next few years and do you have do you have ideas to expand it from just being a podcast like i know people have this vision of making their project into a whole brand into like doing different things. Like you said, you had the idea for like a different show at one point. So like different shows, um, making like a community, making, you know, different kind of, I don't know, things to sell. Like where, where do you see MPL going exactly? And do you have ideas to expand it? Um, in terms of like expansion, I think the thing that, we might head to next isn't necessarily in terms of like a brand it's more just like content diversity mm-hmm. and so one of the things that we wanted to do is maybe have like a, a segment that's more focused on like one-on-one and so maybe mm-hmm. similar to like what we're doing right now as opposed to like four or five people but honestly in terms of like creating into like a brand and like making money off of it and stuff to be honest we've talked about it and that's not really something that concerns us too too much because like even if you think about it like logistically right like let's say that we were to go and start like selling merch and like start getting like brand partnerships whatever from an individual point of view you have to split that money against amongst five people and so like Mm -hmm. even if you were making like a hundred dollars per like week or whatever and you're putting in that much work really what i'm pocketing is twenty dollars right which is not a lot i can literally just go work an hour at like a shoe store and make that money you know what I mean? So money is definitely like the least of our concerns. Like, honestly, like we're literally doing this for free. Like I, I, I think if the amount of time I've spent into MPL, even if I worked a minimum wage job, I'd easily have like a couple grand by now. All right. <laughs> like easily, easily. And, and like, I'm doing it because it's something that I enjoy. Uh, so yeah, money wise, it's not really a thing. And like, we actually talked about this at our most recent like regroup meeting and we completely shut down the idea of like brand partnerships just because we don't want, um, we don't want any of our content to become sort of like 
you know, uh, clouded by like things that we just naturally are not, you know, things that we don't believe in. Like I'm not going to promote like, you know, uh, uh, like men's like accessories and jewelry because I don't wear men's accessory accessories and jewelry like why would I promote something that I don't believe in or like you know specific things so, like that we just wanted to keep it like as pure and as clean as possible so that's in terms of like finances in terms of making it into like an actual brand and like what the eventual goal is in the next couple of years honestly I think um the goal is to just keep it as like the platform where if you as like Shaquille you know if someone comes to you and asks you like what would be the place where like healthy discourse happens for like young Muslim adults I want you to think it happens at MPL like that's really the ultimate goal right and so inshallah we're able to reach it and to be honest like we don't really have like a definite like end goal in mind in the ter- in, in the sense that I don't know when this podcast will end I don't know even if it'll last another year. I don't know if it'll last five years. I really don't know. And so the the thing that we want to f- keep as our main focus is adding value and like, you know, having good quality. And once that ends, then it ends. Like if that's in the next six months, then it's in the next six months. If it happens to be another couple of years, then it happens to be another couple of years. I'm not necessarily concerned with like, you know, making it into like a brand and making this like making it like this whole big thing so people can talk about it. It's like, no, man, I'm just going to do my thing. If you vibe with it, you vibe with it. It is what it is. Of course. Yeah, that's 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 super dope. Um, w- one idea that I've been like ruminating over the, over the past few months is like Damn, I was just using big words <laughs> ruminating. Right. <laughs> so what I did that's been in my head the past few months is like uh, having an episode um, like kind of like a round table talk with like a bunch of Muslim podcasters like yourself and, you know, other, other people, um, that I'm familiar with and having that as an episode in itself. And that, I think that would be pretty cool. Just like have like maybe six, seven people just like discuss different things, like different problems. It can be a moderator. That, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and that, that kind of relates to your idea of MPL being like the, the place for, you know, where Muslim public discourse is happening. And that's, that's an amazing goal in and of itself because conversation is, is a huge thing. It's an important thing and um, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be undermined or, or undervalued at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, we can, we can try to like, the only reason I want to grow is not because of the clout it's because it gives you access to better guests and like higher mm-hmm. quality guests. Because, like, frankly, like, if I reach out to, like, let's say, like, Muhammad Hijab, right? Like, bro, I would love to have Muhammad Hijab on a podcast. But, like, yo, we're at, like, a thousand followers on Instagram right now. There's, like, why would he, you know, he's a busy guy. Like, why would he want to come on MPL? But, like, if we were... You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. (laughs) I would say just reach out. Honestly, like, I'd be happy to. But, like, I need to have, like, a good episode in mind. Like, I'm not just going to reach out to him and figure it out later. But like the idea is like maybe behind your job was a bad example, but the idea is like if you have that social clout, it gives you access to like more people than you initially. Definitely, yeah, great collaborations and and you get to like pick their brain, where that's a privilege that no one else has. Like this is an amazing thing that I get to do, where like I'm talking to people that most people like wouldn't even think of talking to. Like this is this is an amazing privilege, alhamdulillah. 
yeah man yeah and, and like the business side of me just thinks of like all the like potential networking that happens right like bro like if like straight up if i need to go to like uh, new york for a weekend like i'm hitting you up bro <laughs> bro i got you i got you no worries we, we actually had um a guest uh faisal latif um he uh he writes he recites quran and does not sheets and um he, he wasn't staying with us he was staying with another friend of his but um we basically drove up to him like in the bronx which is like a very long commute from where i am and um we we basically like drove him around to um to an appointment that he had after and so that was like that wasn't just an episode with him. That was also like him behind the camera as well. So that was like really cool to see. Um, and yeah, it's like, like you said, like networking, making those connections, especially if you can get to see them behind the camera that I think that's really worth it. Like that's, that's super worth it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to wrap up inshallah. I know we've been going on for, for a while now. Uh, so my very last question would just be, what advice do you have for people that want to start something like this, something like you, um, you and your friends did, but they have all of these kinds of things holding them back. Like, I don't have friends to start with. Um, I don't have the equipment to start with. I don't think that I can give uh, uh substance to these issues but i really want to start something w- what advice do you have for them yeah so i guess like two things um number one there's like this mentality it's more of like you might hear this if you're an entrepreneur it's called it's called mvp it's like the minimum viable product and so the reason it's called a minimum viable product is because <clears throat> when you have a like as an entrepreneur when you have a product and you want to market it mm-hmm. you want to basically have it as minimally functional as possible so that people realize the benefit of it but mm-hmm. it's not so you know you haven't fleshed it out to the extent where it's ready to launch so like let's say you have like a phone right like let's say you created the first phone ever you wouldn't have it like you know with all the hundreds of apps and like a touch screen or whatever you'd be like no nah, look this is a machine that you can use to like call and text and so having that mentality, I think is important because you don't get wrapped up in this whole like perfectionistic mindset that I need to have everything right. It's like, no, just like bare bones, get it out there and then work on it as you go. And so that's number one, like number two, and this is kind of like an anecdote. So one of the other things that I did up until basically last summer uh, was a few of my friends and I, we started this like mentorship program for like high school students and going into like university. And so through that, we had like a little podcast series and like, bro, looking back at it, it was like, it was like quality was so bad. Like it was not up to par at all, but we still did it. Right. And so that, that kind of helped in terms of just like knowing the podcasting scene and just, and just like getting things done. And it benefited some people, like the people uh, kind of here in Toronto, whatever, because um, I was really involved with like high school mentorship. And if someone asked me, like, yo, can you give me some advice? I just refer them to that episode or like our Instagram page or whatever. And so that's just a long-winded way of saying like, if you want to start something, I don't think there's necessarily anything that is truly, truly holding you back. I know there's like some things that we perceive as barriers, but mm-hmm. I think those are generally barriers that we place in front of ourselves because we want something to be so perfect. But to be honest, like I said, if you go back to the whole like minimum viable product mindset, it allows you to kind of just like, get your first foot in and it, like I'll be honest like the product won't be so glamorous and it won't be like a hundred percent but it's something right 
And another example I'll share, um, last year with the whole like George Floyd stuff that was going on, um, me and just like this one other girl that I knew, we like just her and I like from scratch, we basically created like a fundraiser and it ended up raising like $1,500, right? And we did that. And and you know what the fundraiser was? It was just a resume critiquing fundraiser. Like I'm a business student and I have access to like a bunch of business students. And I told them like, listen, this is a fundraiser. You want to have your resume critique, pay five bucks. We'll get someone to critique your resume for you. And then like, you know, people just donated. And like, that was, I literally had that thought as I was showering. Like it was just, it was just like a passing thought. And I'm like, yo, let's just do it. And so I think generally we're capable of a lot more than we think. And there's a lot of ideas that I think generally we dismiss that we're actually like good, you know, capable candidates for. And so I just encourage someone to just like put your foot out there and just kind of start it um, from, from that end. I, I get when you're trying to think of like a podcast, you know, you want to have friends and you want to do all that. But if you as an individual can just get it started, I think people will follow. Because I think it's a lot harder to convince someone to, you know, build a house as opposed to convince people to move in once the house is already built. Mm. Right? And, another, and an example that comes to mind is there's this other podcast. It's called like Gen Z Talks or something like that. She's on TikTok as well. So she started, I don't know her personally. She started like a podcast. She's, she's young. She's like 18 or something. And she was posting regularly on TikTok. She was growing. But then for the past month, she hasn't posted anything. And so I think people, they get burnt out and they kind of just give up. And one thing that she actually did was she started this podcast by herself, but then she started hiring people to fill other positions. Like, you know, who wants to be my graphic designer? Like who wants to be my co-host? Who wants to be my social media manager, whatever. But if she hadn't already laid the foundation of her podcast, you know, it'd be like, who are you recruiting people? Why are you recruiting them? There's nothing to show for. And so just, again, I think it all just goes back to that like MVP mentality, which I would just encourage whoever wants to do this to adopt. For sure, man. That's, that's more than what I was anticipating. And for all the, all the gems that you dropped this past episode. Um, I'd love to have you on for, for more episodes, definitely. So I'll definitely hit you up again sometime in the near sure, future. Sure. And uh, likewise, uh, if there's anything that, uh, there's a burning topic you want to talk about, let me know. And if we ever uh, host that on MPL, I'll definitely reach out to you. Of course, man, inshallah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I love stuff like this. I feel like, um, a connection has definitely blossomed and, and definitely, um, like you said, networking right <laughs> in the business world. So, of course, man, of course, Toronto, of course. Um, so yeah, Jazakallah khair once again. Uh, do, you, do you have anything to shout out? Of course, like MPL, like where can they listen to that? And um, oh, yeah. anything else you want to you wanna shout out? Yeah, um, for sure. Um, yeah, MPL, uh, we, we're pretty active. We, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like we're beat. I like to think of ourselves more as like a YouTube focused mm-hmm. podcast, but we are on like Spotify and Apple podcasts and we post like clips and stuff on TikTok. So anyone who doesn't want to watch the full thing, but just wants to get like a short, like 30 second, like version of us, you can check us out on TikTok and like uh, follow us on Instagram as well. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome. So guys, you, you heard it here. Um, definitely check them out. Check out Faizan. Uh, is it Faizan or Faizan? Faizan. Faison. Okay, sorry, I've been mispronouncing it. 
I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Okay. So yeah, definitely check them out. TikTok, YouTube, audio platforms as well. Um, and let them know that the Shady Jude sent you. I don't know. Maybe maybe that'll give me some some social clout there. <laughs> and um, while you guys are leaving, I'm gonna give my inside scoop on uh, <laughs> on that yeah. on that thing we were talking about before. So Subhanakallahumma like and basically I just recite this dua because I made a promise to a guest previously. Um, he was an imam and he said, Shaquille, I, I want you to promise me to, to recite this at the end of every episode. And basically, this is why if you recite it at the end of every meeting, every sinful thing that you said will inshallah be forgiven and your uh, your talk will only be full of barakah, inshallah. So with that, guys, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, and I will see you next week. Oh,